Greetings and welcome to the Audio Tidbits Podcast Network. We hope you enjoy the show. It's a warm rainy day in How to Matter land and a few of the podcast team are relaxing on the front porch of How to Matter headquarters. Let's listen in. It's a quiet day here and it looks like the summer storm is going to mostly pass us by. I was just relaxing in the porch swing, thinking about nothing when Lisa, Lee and Ava stopped by to see how I was doing and decided to sit the spell. I'm sure happy you chose to join us. It's always nice when our listeners get the chance to visit. Pull up a spot on the rug and stay a while. There's plenty of room over there between Lee and Ava. This may indeed be one of the most peaceful places around. I sure don't feel like anything serious but how shall we pass the time? Does anyone have a good idea? I spent some time the other day writing, trying to develop some stuff for future podcasts and was a little surprised how easy it is to get lazy and fall back on cliches, old worn out sayings and that sort of trite writing. That got me to wondering if we could make up a game that relies on cliches and equally trite nonsense. The idea is for one of us to start and then whoever goes next has to pick up in a way that just goes on from where the last person left off. If everyone wants to play, you can go first Mika if your squeaky swing isn't too much of a distraction for you. I think that will be a piece of cake, as easy as falling off the log, no problem, pretty much something I could do in my sleep. Here I go. It was a while back when a good old boy was at the county fair getting hustled by a city type trying to sell him a gunny sack full of pigs. The city boy got straight into his pit. I don't make a great city boy but I'll give it a shot. What I have here for you today and only today is not just pigs. It's an opportunity, a chance of a lifetime, the best deal at the fair. You don't get just one pig, but the entire bag got pigs for the price of one, a mere ten dollars. I can tell that you are a shrewd businessman, a sophisticated fellow who knows a great deal before it is a chance to bite him on the nose. Just as the hustler was building to his powerful clothes, the bag ripped and out popped a half dozen cats with nary a pig in the bunch, prompting the good old boy to offer this advice, if you want to sell me a pig in the poke, you shouldn't let the cat out of the bag. Far-fetched, you say. You think the county fair was a figment of my imagination. You're saying, when pigs fly. Well, maybe so. But then again, it's like the good old boy himself says, don't discount flying pigs unless you have a good air defense. I guess I might as well jump in here and take a shot at it, whatever it is. Here I go. You may have heard that the road to hell is paved with good intentions, and it is certainly true. Knowing this, you should seriously evaluate your intentions, and if they actually are good, consider making it a point to pay the devil his dues. This way, you'll be prepaid whatever happens. It will also be nice not to have to worry about any out-of-pocket expenses the next time someone tells you to go to hell and you decide to take them up on their suggestion. Unless you become too enthused about the chance to get away from the rat race for an eternity or two though, you need to know that if you do business with the devil, you shouldn't be surprised when you get burned. 
This getting burnt thing also comes up if you use your bare hand to strike while the iron is hot or if you ignore the admonition to avoid jumping from the frying pan into the fire. The point that might be easily overlooked though, is that where there is smoke, there is fire and you fight fire with fire, but if you play with fire, you are going to get burned and once burned, twice shy. Knowing this helps you see that the real risk isn't getting burned then. It's suddenly becoming irrationally shy. You start shying away from this and then from that, and the first thing you know, you're afraid of your own shadow, are a bundle of nerves, can't think straight, are at loose ends, and are beside yourself. Picture that, you beside yourself. It's a split personality kind of thing. Lee, Lee, Lee. Slow down my friend. I think you are at risk of getting carried away. Let me give you a breather. Well, okay. I am definitely on a roll and at some risk of rolling over a cliff. Go ahead, you have center stage, as they say in the movies. There you go. Too much emphasis on good intentions can drive you crazy. Knowing this, it will help to also keep in mind that you shouldn't let people drive you crazy when you know you are already in walking distance. There is likely a grain of truth in there somewhere about blue smoke and mirrors too. But you can reflect on that yourself. Of course, an apple a day keeps the doctor away. But why might you want to know that other than the obvious advantage it could give you in planning a secret liaison with the doctor's lover? Aside from that, it's a good thing to know if you don't want to take a shot in the dark or be caught with your pants down, so to speak. Having said that and knowing that water and words are easy to pour and impossible to recover, you better know a bit about apples before you start a one-a-day plan. Hey there Lisa, the first team is moving in. Step back. I'm here to tell you. Let's start with the fact that the apple never falls far from the tree and the harsh reality that there is small choice in rotten apples, and as you well know, the rotten apple spoils the barrel. This lets you know to look for the apple close to the tree, being sure to avoid all things rotten, anywhere you find them. Best is to only go with those that are ripe for the picking, avoiding those little green ones, since they can give you pause to think about the wisdom of anything that keeps the doctor away. Okay, so much for assuring a quality supply of ripe, red apples, with a yellow one now and then just for a change of pace, but you still need a plan for the day when you feel like the last living organism in a dead horse, when you would have to feel better to have enough energy to die. What will you do the next time you ask, is there a doctor in the house, and the answer is, no, because of your eating all those apples. I think it may now be my job to wrap this up. Here's the deal. We are now struck full in the face, like a bolt out of the blue, with a simple fact of life. The best laid plans of mice and men often go awry, and it's all because of that apple a day thing. That was fun, silly but nonetheless fun. Since we are into trivial games, I have been working on one myself. It's not very developed but it works like this. There are days when life's challenges leave me thinking how cool it would be to be a dad smarter, cleverer, and insightful. It's an if-only kind of feeling. If only I were, I could fix this problem or resolve that dilemma. The feeling comes pretty close to whining, but it works for me so long as I don't let the frustration transform into something even less useful. Instead, 
I like to indulge myself with a game. It's called, I may not be all that smart, but you're not all that smart either. To play, I start with something wise said by someone who really is, or was, certifiably smart, clever, and insightful. I then pick at it some until the wisdom seems a little less perfect, a little less beyond anything I could have thought of to say. I don't need to develop a counterpoint. It's enough just to pick some. For example, Robert Louis Stevenson is unquestionably way up there on the all-time smart and clever scale so definitely qualifies for my game. He said, anyone can carry his burden, however hard, until nightfall. Anyone can do his work, however hard, for one day. Anyone can live sweetly, patiently, lovingly, purely, till the sun goes down. And this is all life really means. A beginner at my game would probably pounce on anyone can. Universal assertions are typically quite vulnerable to assault. Instead, I choose to pick at, and this is all life really means. Surely life has meaning beyond me and what I can do. What about lending my neighbor a helping hand and giving back to the world at least as much as I take from it? There you go, a point for me. What do you think? Does my game have any appeal for you? Try the wisdom of Albert Hubbard. He qualifies as one of the clever ones so have a turn with one of his pronouncements. He said, be pleasant until 10 o'clock in the morning and the rest of the day will take care of itself. As you see, I started you off with an easy one. Hubbard's point, although cleverly stated, is silly and certainly not true. According to him, our only responsibility is to be pleasant and then only until 10 o'clock. We have no responsibility after brunch. And what about the rest of the day taking care of itself? May I assume you are not thrilled about turning your outcomes impotently over to the rest of the day without a whimper? A point for you. Now that you know about my game and how to play, I predict you will find yourself playing it now and then when your limitations bump up against life's challenges. It does help ease the frustrations. As soothing as the game can be, though, it is not a slam dunk. For example, there is an Irish saying that reminds me I am not always going to win. God is good, but never dance in a small boat. Point to the Irish. I'm just a visitor but since everyone is being pretty silly today, I might as well hop in and give it a try. I'm a shiny little paper clip. I hold on tight so your papers don't slip. I'm here to help you stay organized. That's what I do so don't be surprised. I can be made of wire or sometimes I'm plastic. Either way, I'm totally fantastic. If there are just a few papers, I slip on really quick. You have to be careful if the sack is very thick. If you use me correctly, on me you can depend. It's okay to stretch me, but a problem if I bend. If I get out of shape, my clipping days are through. Stretch me too much and I'll quit working for you. I can lose my zip and forget how to clip. The papers I hold will all start to slip. Grab them fast before they fall on the floor. I think I won't be clipping anymore. It's sad, but I'm too big to squeeze. I'm about as useless as a box full of fleas. Are you talking to me? Do you have a plan? That's a great idea and I will if I can. 
It's time for you to take a look. I've twisted into a fishing hook. If you're ready to fish, it's time to start. I'm ready to help you because you're so smart. Thank you for taking time to join us today. We hope you always matter to people who matter to you. Be well, do well, and please visit us again on How to Matter. 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 How to Matter.